No, I don't want to do the quiz, Tom. Well, tough. It's too bad. You agreed. Look, I'm doing the quiz and I haven't done any of the Shall reading. we crack on? Yes. Yes. Five, four, <laughs> Welcome to the final episode of season two of I Don't Know History. What is the theme today, RJ? It's the quiz. It's the quiz. It's my favourite episode. I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful RJ Davis, who is my student and partner in this venture. I'm also joined by the fantastic Tom Stickler to my left, host of 69 Movies. Hiya. And just general nice guy. Oh, we're also joined for the first time ever... By, I've forgotten your last name, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Alice Evans. Alice Evans. Loose Shit. cannon. <laughs> it was not listened to any of the episodes, Alice and hopefully... Has, does not have Neither a podcast. <laughs> no. That's why I'm a loose cannon. It's very nice, and I enjoy having her on you might recognize it from the disembodied voice in one episode <laughs> where we are talking about John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. It's a very, very brief interlude. It's only, like, <laughs> it's only a second, Al. You're looking very alarmed. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know that. <laughs> what? That's all it is. My voice? So... In order to introduce um, a little bit of competition and a little bit of, you know, something different. Bullshit. RJ is is the most educated of in this group. Of the, uh, I really want about to these that. questions by me certainly. Um, so hopefully he should do well. And in order to introduce a control group um, <laughs> into this, we have uh, Tom, who has been on two of the episodes and has listened to some of Adam history so may have some latent historical knowledge and Alice who has never listened to a Adam history podcast ever neither so, have I but I have watched a lot of who wants to be a millionaire so there hey. you go so have some <laughs> trivia knowledge so um, remember that TV show are you smarter than a five year old yes. um, what are you I, trying to say it, it feels <laughs> like this is the situation but I am also the five year old RJ the criteria for this uh, quiz is slightly different to last time um, now, because of these control groups that we have. Um, okay. In order to pass the test, you need to get 70% as before. Oh. So that's 14 out of 20. <laughs> but no matter what score you get, if Alice or Tom beat you, you fail. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, uh, you can't, you shouldn't make the stakes high when I already failed once. I can, I am. <laughs> How does everyone feel about their chances? I I do think that RJ is going to do better than me. I hope he does, Tom. No um, offense. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm not sure he's going to get the the 14 questions right though. I did listen to last step yeah. last year's quiz, um, and while it was quite close, I think that 14's quite a high number of questions to get for RJ, who I know hasn't revised at all. Some of these questions are really hard as well. Mm. Oh, Alex! Sorry, look, it's been two seasons. This should be getting progressed. If there's no progression, RJ. <laughs> well, currently, I've reset History 101 twice. <laughs> well, I didn't move on to History 102 now, did I? <laughs> this, this season should have been History 102. Yeah, but I failed. Uh, you, you got like a, a partial pass. You got by on the coursework. I'm going to wipe the floor with all of you. Shall we crack on <laughs> and get into... Uh, the was- <laughs> season two big quiz. Yeah. Okay. Big fat quiz of the season. Let's go. Question one. The Acts of Union that united the kingdoms of England and Scotland were signed and ratified in 1707. Which monarch sat on the throne at this time? Was it A, James II and Seventh? Was it B, the co-monarchs William and Mary? C, Queen Anne? Or D, King Charles II. Can you say the question again, please? The Acts of Union that united the kingdoms of England and Scotland were signed and ratified in 1707. Which monarch sat on the throne at this time? Was it A, King James II and Seventh, B, co-monarchs William and Mary, C, Queen Anne, or D, King Charles II? Okay. So, how are we doing this? Are we, like, are we, we all writing it down? We're writing it down as, so there can be no... Um, uh, uh, deceit <laughs> and then um, you will tell me your answers okay. and I will tell you the correct answer and you will grade yourself okay so are we all done? I'm done well I went with A 
A, James II and seventh. Why but, is that, RJ? Because he was both the king of Scotland and England. Tom, what did you go for? I went for the dual monarchs William and Mary. And Alice, what did you go for? I went for D, Charles II. But uh, I like RJ's fact. I should listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> you are, unfortunately, all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was C, Queen Anne. Oh I, I so mean, nearly picked that. I did that put in a history fact there. Can I have a bonus half point? Oh... No. <laughs> Come on, that's like extra credit. Look, there's no extra credit, there's multiple choice. Oh, this sucks. Okay. Question, question two. So, so far we've got no point for anybody. Question <laughs> two. <laughs> the chances of that are quite <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The Question two. It, Tom and Alice, by the way, if you don't know, these are all based on episodes of this season. Yes, yes. And their history. <laughs> question two. The Islamic Revolution in Iran happened in which year? A, 1959, B, 1969, C, 1979, and D, I'm sure you're spotting a theme, 1989. Okay. Once again, the Islamic Revolution in Iran happened in which year? 1959, 1969, 1979, or 1989? Okay. Alright. I... <clears throat> Go on, RJ. I went with C... C-1979, what? Flying guess. I knew, I remember it being sooner than I thought it would have been. But As in more recently? More recently. Okay. And I felt like 69 was a trick. 69 movies. Wee! <laughs> Tom, what'd you go for? I also went for 1979. <clears throat> Do you know any reasoning? The reason I had was because it felt, in my mind, like something that is pre what I know and knowledge about history because okay. I, I don't I've not heard about this but mm -hmm. also it feels like if it happened in like the 50s or 60s then I would I know I just I picked I didn't think it was 89 mm -hmm. and I felt like it was not going to be the, the 60s or 50s I in my mind I just I had an inkling Mm -hmm. And I can't really describe it, but it was... That's fair enough. It's just your gut instinct. Gut instinct. Not definitely, in my mind, not 89. Because mm -hmm. it was like, no. Too I, far ahead. I know about things that happen in that name. I don't. <laughs> I don't at all. <laughs> Alice, what did you go with? I guessed. 69. Okay. Wait. The correct answer is C, 1979. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm ahead of Alice. That's all that matters right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it back. Okay. Question three. Which of these terms is not commonly used to refer to a period in ancient Greece? A. Hellenistic Greece. B. Classical Greece. C. Archaic Greece. Or D. Latin Greece. <laughs> I, this is so different to the quiz next season one because RJ was like <laughs> talking all the way through his answers. I'm like, nervous. Like you, can, kind of you can hear us thinking. Well, yeah, I also can't say anything until the, the everyone else silence. is theirs. So, all done? Is I'm everyone dead. finished? Yes. Oh, do you yeah. want to go with? I went with D. D, Because I think you had said everything else during that episode, and Latin Greece felt a bit wrong when you said it in that moment. I was like, okay, right, I feel okay. like I heard everything else. But I also think it could have possibly been classic Greece, because it's like classic Greece, but that could classic have cult. also been something I would have said in the episode if that was true. So Okay, well, so you are going for D then, yeah? Yeah, I'm going with D. Tom? So I've gone with Hellenistic, because... Uh, I know that there's uh, a lot of stuff in Greek mythology about like Troy and a lot of um, things about like in mythology are dated by its distance from that event. And so I feel like Hellenistic Troy is something that is more of like a um, like a mythology term rather than a like an actual history term. Oh, okay. Alice, what'd you go with? I've guessed A. A Hellenistic. You both know for Hellenistic Greece. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel at all nervous, RJ? It does, because if they're both right, that means Alice is tying with me and Tom's <laughs> ahead. Well, you'll be happy to know the correct answer is D. Oh! Oh! Latin Greece. Good job, RJ. Archaic, classical, and Hellenistic oh, are the three stages of ancient Greece. Latin Greece is not a thing. I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. During the Roaring Twenties, 
a particular type of architecture became very popular. What was it called? A. Art Deco. B. Abstract Art. C. Neoclassical. Or D. Neo-Gothic. During the Roaring Twenties, mm-hmm. a particular type of architecture became very popular. What was it called? Art Deco. Abstract Art. Neoclassical. Or Neo-Gothic. <sighs> okay. I don't know. This is just a straight-up guess. What's the first one? A. Art Deco. Art Deco. Okay. Uh, what were the neos? Sorry. Neo classic. C. Neo classical and D. Neo gothic. Just okay. Before I start speaking, I, I'm hoping that they've written their answers. You guys, your answer? I have. Yes. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I don't view the 1920s as neo gothic at all. Mm-hmm. Like new gothic is not really what I envision as that. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe a bit sooner. Like the 1890s, feels like that could have been a thing. Uh, whereas, um, like Art Deco feels a bit later. Art Deco kind of sounds like a 50s thing. Okay. With like you know when you well or 60s with the bubble TV weirdness that you get in like 2001: yeah. Space Odyssey. So those are different time periods to me, and. I went with C. C, neoclassical. Yeah, because right. it feels like you have a classic style within the 20s, but kind of it's jazzy and mm-hmm. moddened up a little. Tom, what did you go for? I've also gone for neoclassical. Cheat. Um, <laughs> I, much like, uh, I, like, I can't imagine any, like, gothic-inspired uh, architecture coming from, like, the 20s. Um I also like abstract. I can't imagine abstract being like, architecture-wise, because you do need to abide by physics, mm-hmm. uh, and I can't. I can't like personally. I can't picture abstract, actual physical buildings that are livable in, mm-hmm. and not just like sculptures. And uh, Art Deco, I believe, is a fifties thing. Alice, what have you gone for? Well, I was torn between Art Deco and the one that they've both gone for. But my reasoning for the one they've both gone for was because flapper dresses look a bit like very old lampshades. <laughs> so it's like a throwback, and then I thought that was too silly, so I went with Art Deco. A, Art Deco. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you've got your first point, Alice. The correct answer is A, Art Deco. Oh my god. Oh, no. Heck yes. Thank you, Downton Abbey, I for some Art, latent knowledge. I thought Art Deco was like the 50s. Same. I, well, I was it, thinking like, oh wait, that's pop art. It continued. In, like in, into the later 20th century, mm. but it began in not in 1920. Oh, I've got a point. It became very popular in the 20s. Art well, Deco. guys, as a heads up, I'm halfway to failing. Examples, <laughs> examples of uh, Art Deco buildings are the Empire State Building, the Chrysler Building, um, the Woolworth Tower, also in New York. Oh Honestly, yeah, everything's yeah. swirly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, question number five. You're halfway to failing. You need to fail. You need to get six questions wrong. We've got two questions. Oh, I thought I, th- I thought it was sixteen. I had to pass. No, no, Sorry, no, no, You're okay. Would, yeah. Question number five. I think which... I did that last season as well. <laughs> Question number five. Which of these men was the central leader of the Newport Chartist uprising? After whom a town square in Newport is named? A. Jack Frost. B. John Frost. C. James Frost. Or D. Joseph Frost. Can you say the names again, please? A. Jack Frost. B. John Frost. C. James Frost. Or D. Joseph Frost. It's fair to say his last name was Frost. It is called the Newport. I'm from Newport, for reference. <laughs> Has everyone written down that? Yes. RJ? I went with C, I just guessed. C, James Frost? Tom? Uh, I went with John Frost, mm-hmm. uh, because I think I remember it. You were in that episode. I so. was in that episode. Oh. Um, and I, again, I, I could very likely be wrong, because I, I remember being like, Oh yeah, it was Frost something, and then you give me all the Frost names. Um, so I, I know it was definitely Frost, and you're yeah. like Jack Frost. Oh, that sounds right, John Frost. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting that sudden flashback of being back in year ten, <laughs> no, year eleven, and having a year nine sitting with my revision for biology and feeling really dumb because I didn't understand it, and he was getting it all. I've got. I just had that oh. shame flashback. <laughs> Sorry, so. Alice, what did you go for? I've gone for John Frost because half my family is from Newport, and I feel like I've heard the term John Frost Square. As any proud Newportonian will know, 
The square in Newport is called John Frost Square. Oh, the yeah. Be John Frost. Newport knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're tied. Right? Who are have you? Have you got three or have you got two? I've got two. Okay, we're all tied. He's, he's pulling. Oh, no, I've got two as well. You've yeah. got three. I've got yeah. two. Have you got, got two? C. I said James. Yeah, but you also. You... Oh, I got questions two and three, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not no, happy three. about this either. <laughs> no, you got two and four wrong. No. I've got Yeah, because me and RJ both got two. Which questions did you get right? You got two right. Yeah, 1979 and... La- yeah, okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> all right. Question six. In 1756, a war broke out between two European alliances that led to France losing their holdings in America. What was this war called? A, the Six-Day War. B, the War of Independence. C, the Seven Years' War. Or D, the Franco-Prussian War. In 1756, a war broke out between two European alliances that led to France losing their holdings in America. What was this war called? A, the Six-Day War, B, the War of Independence, C, the Seven Years' War, or D, the Franco-Prussian War. Everyone appears to have their answers. RJ. I, there's two reasons I went for this. I went with this one specifically because it felt right. Like, I was like, I kind of remember this, but this could be because there's another war of a thousand years <laughs> that uh, I might be picking up in my a brain. But years. also, the, a thousand years war. A hundred years war. What am I thinking? There's no thousand year war. These, these, are, all, these are all real wars. All anyway, these wars happened. I went with C because I went with C tw- like two times already. And by ratio, this should be the Are goddamn you time. see the Seven Years' War? Yeah. Tom? Uh, I've also gone with the Seven Years' War. Oh, leave me alone! I feel like... In that time, uh, because it was mostly um, like on like foot trail and stuff like mm-hmm. that, six days isn't enough time for anything to really happen. Um, <laughs> so I didn't pick that one. Uh, Franco-Prussian, I don't believe. I, I in my mind, the like Prussian forces didn't really have a lot of American holding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember the other one. Educated guesswork from Tom Stickler. Yeah, and I can't remember what the other one was. It was the, the War of Independence. The War of Independence, yeah, which is, I think, a separate thing entirely. Alice, what did you go for? I've gone for C as well. Okay. Because in Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson only comes in the second act because he's been fucking around in France while they were doing the revolution. Hamilton knowledge, you're all correct. They oh! See <laughs> the Seven Years' War. The Six-Day War, obviously, a short I mean, conflict between... Uh, Arab forces and the Israelis in the 20th century. The War of Independence is the American War of Independence in 1776. The Franco-Prussian War preceded the unification of Germany in the 19th century, just before 1871. So it was indeed the Seven Years' War. Sick. Question number seven. As you guys probably know as well, as this quiz goes on, the questions will get progressively harder to the point where... uh, they're, they're really difficult. <laughs> I, did, I did actually... Already I, at 50%. 50. I got before, three wrong and then three right. So. Before I came here today, I actually tested these these questions on my fiance, who has no knowledge about history whatsoever. And just through educated guessing, she managed to get 12 right. Oh, wow. So, it, But it could be luck. It could be blind guessing. It could be educated guessing. It could um, be L'Oreal. Maybe it's Maybelline. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. Which modern-day U.S. state was the area to which native Cherokees were forced to relocate in 1838 by President Andrew Jackson? Was it A. Nevada, B. Mississippi, C. Wyoming, or D. Oklahoma? Which modern-day U.S. state was the area to which native Cherokees were forced to relocate in 1838 by President Andrew Jackson? Was it A. Nevada, B. Mississippi, C. Wyoming, or D. Oklahoma? RJ literally has his head in his hands. Because I have an idea that it could... You know what? Yeah. I'm just going to go with it. Because if I don't, I'm going to be mad at myself. All right. Hey, RJ. So I was like, it could be Mississippi. But the I'm, I'm torn because we talked about the Mississippi Purchase this season. No, we talked about the Louisiana Purchase last Fucking! <laughs> Louisiana was one of the questions. <laughs> and that was last season as well. Honestly... <laughs> It's, it's like but you've condensed remember. every Copper RJ quiz I've ever given you and shoved it back in one this go. Is for, this is for two seasons of fucking headlines, dude. 
This is why I'm, of which I, won I hate one this. Tom, what did you go for? I went, I went C, by the way. You went for C, Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've gone for Nevada. A Nevada? Ooh, why? Yeah. Because uh, Cherokee is a um, is a, a, a Native American is it? tribe. Tribe. Yes. yes. Uh, a Native American tribe that I've heard of, and I know that the Native American people are famous for. Uh, like open up casinos and things like that, mm -hmm. which I know are popular in Nevada with places like uh, Vegas and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm figuring if that they've, if they're in the pop in like the public knowledge that I've heard of them, then they would have survived that long. So I'm guessing Nevada because they've thrived. Okay. I do want to poke a hole in what you have said though. Go on, because they were go on. <laughs> you they were relocated from one place to another, so they would have gone to Nevada. Yes, not... yeah, and open up casinos in the 20th century. Well, that, that's what Tom's saying. Hmm. If, they, if they had been forced to go there and they were living there later in their lives in the 20th century. Wait, what, hold on. <laughs> Say the question again. I which know... modern day US state was the area to which native Cherokees were forced to relocate in 1838 by President Andrew Jackson? Yeah, so they left one area to go to somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, so they left, say, like Wyoming to go to Nevada. Sure. So that's, that's what I'm saying. But you were after the place that they've left. I asked right? the place they're going to. Oh, well. <laughs> Alice, what did you go for? I put C, because Wyoming sounds the most like it could be a native origin word. Okay. Um, so, RG went for Mississippi, you said? No, I went with C. You went for C, Wyoming? Alice, you went for C, Wyoming? Yeah. Tom, you went for A, Nevada? I did. The answer is D, Oklahoma. Well, oh. there you go. <laughs> they migrated to Oklahoma in 1838 in what was known as the Trail of Tears because of the oh, numerous oh deaths and mistreatment of um, native Cherokees. You are right in that there are tribes that open up casinos, Tom, but it tends to be the more Western-focused um, tribes like the Apache and the, Sh and the Sioux people. Okay. Interesting. Um, yes. <clears throat> okay. I'm getting really like sore loser mood now and I need to get out of it. Like, I haven't <laughs> lost yet, but I can feel it in me. Question number eight. This might be a tough one for if, if you haven't listened oh, to the podcast. Bite this, my ass. This, this, yeah. You've listened to, you've been on the podcast. Yeah, but it doesn't mean like. Question eight. Retain information. The great heathen army of 857. It's a Viking army. Led by Halfdan, Ivar the Boneless, Uber, and Bjorn Ironside, was waged in order to avenge the death of their father, A. Canute the Great, B. Ragnar Lothbrok, C. Harold Hardrada, or D. Leif Erikson. Okay, so. I'm torn between two. Okay. These are all, again. Can you say the names again? Real Vikings. A. Canute the Great, B. Ragnar Lothbrok, C. Harold Hardrada, or D. Leif Erikson. Okay. You answer that? Okay, Arjun, what'd you go for? Well, I went with A. Went for A because uh, you used Leif Erikson is what I said to you during yes, the episode. Yes, that's true. So he is a famous Viking. Yeah, discovered. Uh, he discovered was the one Greenland. that I knew. Um, that's character Sorry, discovered C, Finland. C was from season one, mm -hmm. where I I was like I only remembered Harald Hardrada because of. Hadrada reminds me of the character from Big Hero 6. Hamada, yes. So you yeah. went for A. Canute the Great. Yes. Tom? I've gone for Ragnar Lothbrok because he is their father in the History Channel show Vikings. <laughs> the History <Shit>. Channel show. <laughs> Alice, what did you go for? Well, I'd heard of that one because I've been background listening to Vikings, but I thought maybe I just... I don't know. I picked D because my friend's called Leif. D, Leif, Erickson. Tom, your expertise of HBO shows has... Um, Driven to great success, it is B, the semi-legendary character of uh, Ragnar Lothbrok. Congrats, give, you're beating me. Eat a dick. Three uh, can of I give these... a, a fun fact as well? Yes, go ahead. Uh, in, the, in the original mythology of Ragnar Lothbrok, he is called such because um, uh, he wore shaggy trousers, yeah. which protected him from the cold, and Lothbrok literally means shaggy trousers. Do you remember me telling you that in the episode, RJ? No, oh. because I don't remember anything. Um, yes, uh, well... Heads we... up, if I... I've got one, two, three, four, five wrong. Get one more, and I'm done. Well, three of these men did die in England. Those being Ragnar Lothbrok, Canute the Great, and Harald Hardrada. Only one had an avenging army sent to avenge him. Okay, continuing. Question number nine. Tom and Alice, this might be where you shine. Uh, 
Uh, three men are known as the great unifiers of Japan. Oh, Which of these is not one of them? A. Tokugawa Ieyasu. B. Toyotomi Hideyoshi. C. Hosokawa Katsumoto. Or D. Oda Nobunaga. I don't know this. Three men are known as the great unifiers of Japan. Which of these is not one of them? A. Tokugawa Ieyasu. B. Toyotomi Hideyoshi. C. Hosokawa Katsumoto. Or D, Oda Nobunaga. See, I think I know this one. Okay. Oh, grow up. No, like that's that's my reasoning for my answer. I just want to just I think I know. I want to very quickly remind you, just in case you still misheard me, which of these is not one of the three unifiers of Japan? Okay. RJ. Or B. B. Toyotomi Hideyoshi. Because the rest of the names I kind of recognize from that okay. episode. Tom. I've gone for Katsumoto. Hoskawa Katsumoto? I believe that is correct. I believe I just know that. Okay. You should... Alice. <laughs> I've guessed A. You've guessed A? <laughs> While all four of them are uh, important daimyos in the history of Japan, particularly in the Senkoku period, the correct answer is C. Hoskawa Katsumoto. Hey guys, uh, so I've failed six. So does that mean... Uh, no, you have to get... We'll if you continue. get one more wrong... That's it. I'm because good. you can get six wrong and then still get 14 we'll, right. We'll continue. I mean, we're going to continue. Well, I've got 11 questions to, to go. Um, as they said, as the old saying goes, Nobunaga pounds the rice cake. Hideyoshi needs the rice cake. Ieyasu, who became, later became shogun and ruler of Japan, sits down and eats the rice cake. <laughs> RJ, you may have uh, come into trouble because of Toyotomi Hideyoshi because he had three different names. Huh? He, was, he started his life as a sandal bearer. He was called Hashiba Hideyoshi. He was then... Um, adopted by Toshie Kanoe and became Fujiwara. You used the the very complicated one again. Fujiwara Hideyoshi, and then later, when he became the Imperial Regent of Japan, he became Toyotomi Hideyoshi. How was I going to remember the names? <laughs> I I said in multiple times I was like, remember this person's name. Hey, this person is very important. Like the two minute period where I couldn't say the name even when it was like that bit in Friends where Phoebe's teaching Joey French. Look, I said prepare yourself. You knew a quiz was coming. Beginning of the, hey, beginning of the this season. is, I don't know, history. The point of this is I'm not meant to know history. True. <laughs> Question number 10. A nice easy one for you guys. Where did the Salem witch trials take place? A. Salem, Oregon. B. Salem, Massachusetts. C. Salem, Connecticut. Or D, Salem, New York. All four of these places are real places called Salem. In four different American places. Can you say them again? A, Salem, Oregon. B, Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Connecticut. Or D, Salem, New York. Do you have the answers on that paper? Uh, no, but I know what the answers are. Yeah, can I look at the spelling? Uh, they're all spelled the same. Yeah, no, I just don't know how to spell it. Oh, I haven't I've actually abbreviated Massachusetts. Oh, okay, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> and New York, in fact. I just put NY. That's a guess of spelling. Wait. But have you answered, Adi? Yes. What'd you go for? Oh, C. C. Salem, Connecticut. Tom, what'd you go for? Uh, I've gone for Salem, Massachusetts. B. Salem, Massachusetts. Alice. Oh God! I put B and then I changed to C. B. Salem. Uh, C. Salem, Connecticut. Now, while all these places are correct, in fact, Salem is the capital city of the state of Oregon. The Salem witch trials in 1692 happened in Salem, Massachusetts. The correct answer is B. I don't know how he Fuck. didn't get this, because we literally... We recorded we... this episode before this one. <laughs> I've seen you Hocus have Pocus listened so to season times. one no, of I know, podcast. But, but like, we, we just did it, though. Yeah, but you've listened to an episode of a podcast where five minutes later, I forget, my brain does not retain information that is said <laughs> to me. But literally, I did a quiz, and it came back with, RJ needs visual aids. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe next series you should have pictures. I'll try. <laughs> Just Naga. <laughs> <laughs> Question number, for those of you who can't see, which is everyone, I pretended to hold up a picture. <laughs> Question number 11. The Peloponnesian War was fought between two great Greek city-states, Athens and which other? A. Thebes. B. Argos. C. Sparta. Or D. Corinth. The Peloponnesian War was fought between two great Greek city-states, Athens and which other? A. Thebes, B. Argos, C. Sparta, or D. Corinth? RJ. I'm going with A. Reasoning. Because I, I remember we talked about Thebes a bit, 
I was tempted by Argos, but we just had a B. So I was like, you know what? Kingdom Hearts never let me down. And Thebes was in Kingdom Hearts. All four of these were in the Infinity Beast episode. I am aware. Uh, I know that these are places. <laughs> but I was like, gotta go with Thebes. Tom, what did you go for? Uh, I went for Corinth. D Corinth? D Corinth. Uh, I know that, um, according to, again, according to the uh, Disney's Hercules, um, there is some beef between uh, Sparta, who worship Ares, and Athens, who worship Athena, because they're both um, like war-type mm-hmm. gods. But I, I don't know if that actually came to anything. Uh, I went for Corinth because, uh, again, gut feeling more than anything. Like, I had a feeling about it. Okay, Alice, who'd you go with? I also went with Thebes because of Hercules, because in Hercules it seems like it's kind of a rough place, and maybe they want to start a fight with someone. Okay, well... RJ, I'm afraid Kingdom Hearts has let you down. Oh man. Um, Tom, you should have gone with your first instinct. Because uh, the correct answer is C Sparta. I thought See, it, that I, was my instinct as well because I thought it was a trick Spartans question. Are very yeah. Like yeah, I thought it was a trick question. They won. They subjugated the Athenians and they put a, they put a tyrant in place. Tyrant did not mean what it means today, by the way. Hmm. <laughs> it means just a king, basically. Yeah, <laughs> just a dude. Who was so bad at that that it got? There's got to be one guy that was like so bad at his job that everyone went, nah, proper tyranny. I think I, I, I appreciate the joke, but I think it was a mistranslation. Oh, from um, you know, probably one of them was particularly horrible, hmm. and it was written about him that he was a tyrant. And they go, oh, shitty leaders are called tyrants, you know? Yeah. Okay. Question number twelve: Who was the first king of England? A. Edmund Ironside. B. Athelstan, C. Ethelred the Unready, or D. Alfred the Great. Who was the first king of England? A. Edmund Ironside, B. Athelstan, C. Ethelred the Unready, or D. Alfred the Great. You know who isn't unready? Tom, because I can hear his... (laughs) I just want to point out something to you, that uh, Ethelred the Unready was not called the Unready because he was not ready to be king. Uh, this is again is a mistranslation of something of an old English phrase, um, which meant badly um, advised. Mm-hmm. So he was just poorly advised, and it translates to un, un, unready, unread, you know, yeah. unread too, but unready. RJ, what were they? A Edmund Ironside. Yes, yeah, the one I recognise, and I was wrong on the last day. So let's Tom. I've gone with Ethelred the Unready. Because I've seen the show, The Last Kingdom, and Alfred the Great in that show is dying while... Spoilers, by the way. Um, is dying before the kingdoms have been united into England. And I know that Ethelred is also a character in that show, so I feel like if he dies as the kingdom are coming together, I think mm-hmm. he will become the king. Alice. A. For Edmund I said, why? I guess. Okay. you need to get off my bus. What? <laughs> I'm just guessing. correct answer. Well, well, while all of these, two of these men were in fact king of England, two of these men were only kings of Wessex, the largest county in England. Those two were Edmund Ironside and Alfred the Great. The correct answer is B, Athelstan. Oh. Um, I feel like I have heard the name that I put the down. First from ever background king of England. To, um, last king of I haven't had an answer correct okay. in six questions. Um, here, come, <laughs> here come some harder questions, guys, okay? <laughs> Question 13. The Islamic Revolution in Iran ousted the ruling Pahlavi dynasty in favour of an Islamic government led by a supreme leader. Who was the first supreme leader? A. Ali Shariati. B. Ruhollah Khomeini. C. Shapur Bakhtiar. Or D. Mozafar Adin Shah Qajar. I'll repeat that because Please some do. of those names. They're not easy names. The Islamic Revolution in Iran ousted the ruling Pahlavi dynasty in favour of an Islamic government led by a supreme leader. Who was the first supreme leader? A. Ali Shariati. B. Ruhollah Khomeini. C. Shahpur Bakhtiar. Or D. Mozafar Ad-Din Shah Qajar. My God, I'm torn between two. Okay. Which ones are you torn between? Ah, don't say. <laughs> well, I've already they... written mine down. Yes. Tom. I'm I'm writing mine. I've committed. Okay. Okay. RJ. I'm torn between A and D because all four of these men were mentioned in the. I know. I'm not seeing all of them. 
I'm g- <sighs> Where's a coin? <laughs> Alexa, flip a coin. D. D. Tom, what did you go for? Uh, I went for D also. Why? Uh, and my reasoning was that in my mind, that sounded like the most important name. Mm-hmm. That, that sounded like it had some grandeur to it. Okay, Alice. I've gone for C because I think that name sounded the nicest. It's oh. B. It's going to be B in it. Uh, you are correct, RJ. The answer is B, Ruhollah Khomeini. Um, <laughs> the Ayatollah, Ayatollah Khomeini. Um, Tom, your reasoning is kind of sound for what you thought. Muzaffar Adin Shah Qajar was a king, was the Shah of Iran. Um, he was, I believe, the last Qajar Shah, which was before the Pahlavi dynasty, in about the, the 1910s, 1920s. So his name did have some gravitas. Alice Shahpur Bakhtiar was... Um, the Prime Minister of the Provisional Government in Iran, who invited Ruhollah Khomeini to come back um, to Iran. And I've just said who he was. Ali Shariati was a um, like a Muslim um, theologian. And Ruhollah Khomeini was the first Supreme Leader of Iran. And thank God he's dead. <laughs> An awful man. Okay, question 14. Who was the first recorded legislator in ancient Greece who was known for his very harsh homicide laws. A. Draco B. Solon C. Herodotus or D. Lycurgus Who was the first recorded legislator in ancient Greece who was known for his very harsh homicide laws? A. Draco B. Solon C. Herodotus D. Lycurgus Oh, with D. D. Wait, I haven't. No. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Which one was the herd? See, aren't you? Are you just not like writing the letter? Because that's what I'm doing. I'm writing. I'm writing the full answer. No. Uh, You went for D. Why did you go for D? Uh, I don't recognise any of the names. And I went mathematically. I was like, well, it wasn't D last time. It might be D this time. Tom. Uh, I've gone for Herodotus. Okay, just a guess? Just a guess. Alice, who did you go for? Herodotus. Okay. Sounds a bit like hereditary. Herodotus. Maybe his homicide laws were so intense that he also punished the descendants of the person. Um, So what's another word for something that's very harsh? It's Draco, isn't it? Draconian. Yeah. Dang it. The answer is A, Draco. I I thought it was too obvious. I can't can't stop this. Solon was an ancient archon of Athens. Herodotus was a, a historian and statistician. RJ, you'll remember Herodotus is the guy who kept getting the stats for battles like so horribly wrong. I don't. Ter- like terribly wrong. He was like, oh, oh yeah. Why do you assume there I were, remember there anything? Were ten, there were like a million Greek- Persians and they were like, they were like 30,000. <laughs> <laughs> and Lycurgus was a uh, gentleman who made a bunch of reforms in Sparta. You know what I remember from this podcast? Argos is both a place you can get a catalogue and buy stuff and a place in ancient Greece. Question 15. Which American legislative act coupled with the 18th Amendment to the Constitution brought prohibition into effect in 1919? Was it A, the Armstrong Act, B, the Volstead Act, C, the Hoover Act, or D, the Marshall Act? Can I get those again, please? A, the Armstrong Act, B, the Volstead Act, C, the Hoover Act, or D, the Marshall Act? <clears throat> Has everyone committed to an answer? I'm doing so much worse than last year. <laughs> Dean, because fuck it, I'm giving up. <laughs> Marshall Act. I've got, I went with D twice before. And I'm like, man. Think about RJ, I've put C because I've put three C's in a row. <laughs> Tom. Uh, I've gone with Armstrong. Okay. Um, Just a guess? Kind of. Uh, I believe Hoover was later on mm-hmm. um, in presidency, and I I don't think the other two, um, like I, Volstead doesn't sound like a name of that era and location, uh, and Marshall, it was kind of between Armstrong and Marshall for me. I, I went for Armstrong. Alice, I put C. C the Hoover. Hoover. Um, once again, you are unfortunately all wrong. You all went with different answers. <laughs> it was B, the Volstead Act. Ar- I did Armstrong, think about that one. Honestly, <laughs> Armstrong, I just so, made up. I've uh, only put B 
once across this whole quiz, and I'm pretty sure that I'll, the majority of these have been B now that I've been wrong. Armstrong, on. I just made up. Um, B it was was correct. C was the Hoover Act was named after well, it was not an actual thing, but um, there was uh, Herbert Hoover who was the president, and also J. Edgar Hoover who was the first director of the FBI. And D, oh, there was a guy, a fellow called Marshall, who was a foreign secretary or something, and introduced the Marshall Plan, which was to give aid to countries post World War One who had been affected by comets. You know, I'm going to start playing this quiz like the Big Fat Quiz of the Year, and I'm just going to be no fielding. I'm okay. just going to get weird. Question 16. You should get this one, Andrew. Well versed and successful Viking soldiers were often recruited by the Emperor of Byzantium. What was this private mercenary contingent known as? A. The Huskals. B, the Norse Guard, C, the Valhallen Guard, or D, the Varangian Guard? Well versed For people at home, my brain is currently going, I don't know. Well-versed and successful Viking soldiers were often recruited by the Emperor of Byzantium. What was this private mercenary contingent known as? A, the Huskals, B, the Norse Guard, C, the Valhallen Guard, or D, the Varangian Guard? Ah, oh, dude, you have an answer. Or C, because... You know, Van Halen and all that. Van Halen? Yeah. In Valhalla. Yeah. Van Halen's a band of rock I know. Okay. That's just, I'm going with the word that I like in the Alright. Well, you're not going to think about the actual history that you've learned? Does it currently sit like I learned anything like this? No. Is... Tom? Uh, I've gone for Varangian Guard because in uh, Dark Souls 2, there are the Vagarians, <laughs> right. who are like a barbarian-type pirate culture. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that the name may have been derived from this. Could be. Um, Alice, who have you gone for? I've gone D, for reasons I don't want to explain. Try. No. Is it just a blind guess? Well, it's not a blind guess, but it'll sound stupid if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, then okay. say if you're right, then. Well, you're right. Explain oh my god! Thing. Tom, you're also right. RG, unfortunately, you did not get it right. They were called the Varangian Guard. Alice, you know what what? I what went with D three in a row. Previously, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first time I've left. Alice, tell me about your reasoning. I read a fiction novel with fantasy beasts in, and both of those... There were two words similar to both of the words that you said. Well, I mean, was, the one in the question and the right answer. So I mean, I it guess was right, it's, so... It's based on but that, was probably. was it Byzantium and Varangian Guard? Yeah. It's because they were real. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that was based in fact. Cool. Okay, question 17. In 1603, Tokugawa Ieyasu was appointed shogun by Emperor Go-Yose. This spelled the end of the Sengoku period and ushered in which era? A, the Meiji period, B, the Edo period, C, the Kamakura period, or D, the Showa period? In 1603, Tokugawa Ieyasu was appointed shogun by Emperor Go-Yose. This spelled the end of the Sengoku period and ushered in which era? A. The Meiji period, B. The Edo period, C. The Kamakura period, or D. The Showa period? RJ. I want with B because I recognise something about us talking about the Edo period okay. during that episode, potentially entering that period. Um, it's, but also, you seem to like the letter B a lot during this quiz. So, and I ha- I've only used it, the letter B once. So, let's get weird. Tom? Uh, I've gone for the Edo period. Okay. I believe that is correct. You just that's know an- that. That's another one that I think I just know. Okay. I be- also, I think that the Meiji period was, like, one of the most modern ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, I didn't pick that one, but it's also possibly that one, because I'm not sure. Alice? I've gone B. B, sounded vaguely Edo familiar. period? You are all correct. It is B, the Edo period. Tom, you are correct. The Meiji period was um, post-Meiji restoration in 1868 when the emperors regained power. The Kamakuri period was before the Sengoku period and was the original, the, the first, the shogun at the predate, the Ashikagas who were in the Sengokus. And Showa, Showa period is not a thing. Showa is the posthumous name given to Emperor Hirohito, who is the 20th century emperor of Japan, who ruled Japan during World War II. Yeah, well, RJ, how do you feel like you got an answer correct? I still feel bad. <laughs> okay, I can build a computer. I can build a software network. I can build lots of things. I can understand do you tech language. Build a snowman? Um, <laughs> I, I have not felt this awful oh. in so long. I'm sorry for doing that to you. 
Question 18. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> in 1016, after the death of Edmund Ironside, Canute the Great became King of England. He was also, at this time, King of Denmark and Norway. His three-country rule was commonly referred to as what? A, the Baltic Empire, B, the Fennoscandian Empire, C, the North Sea Empire, or D, the Scandinavian Empire. In 1016, after the death of Edmund Ironside, Canute the Great became King of England. He was also at this time King of Denmark and Norway. His three-country rule was commonly referred to as what? A, the Baltic Empire, B, the Fennoscandian Empire, C, the North Sea Empire, or D, the Scandinavian Empire. Arjo. I went with A. A, the Baltic Empire. Why have you gone for that? Can I recognise it? Tom. I've also gone for A. The Baltic Empire. Uh, and that was mostly a guess. I guessed Ooh. it because it was like... Based on the region? Yeah. Alice. I've gone Scandinavia. Okay. While all these places are real geographical locations, the Baltic is obviously the sea that surrounds... Uh, or that is encased by Sweden and Norway. Sweden and Finland. The Fenniscandia refers to the peninsula including Finland. Scandinavia is obviously Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. Uh, the correct answer is, in fact, the North Sea Empire, because well, all go. these countries bordered the North Sea. We've, See, we've done that a lot. That, and then I ran away from it. I just like the idea of us referring to Scandinavia not including ourselves, if at some point it had. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question 19. The final showdown of the Newport Chartist Uprising happened outside which hotel? A. The Northgate Hotel. B. The Eastgate Hotel. C. The Southgate Hotel. Or D. The Westgate Hotel. Can you repeat the question? The final showdown of the Newport Chartist Uprising happened outside which hotel? A. The Northgate Hotel. B. The Eastgate Hotel. C. The Southgate Hotel. Or D. The Westgate Hotel. RJ. These failed me a lot, but I'm going for it. Why? You should remember it? Maybe. I don't know. Tom. I've gone for Westgate also, mm-hmm. because I think I remember it. You were on the episode, I remember. Because I was, I was on this episode, and I think I remember it, because I remember thinking about Westgate in Cardiff. And I, and I was imagining Westgate in Cardiff. There is a Westgate Hotel in Cardiff as well. Yeah, so I, was, I, I remember imagining that, so I, I'm going to go for it and just trust. I also went D, because Westgate Street is a thing in my brain. It's in Cardiff, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is D, the Westgate <gasps> Hotel. Oh my god. Uh, Northgate, Eastgate, and Southgate don't exist, although Gareth Southgate is the manager of England. Irre- irrelevantly. <laughs> <laughs> they marched down Stowhill to the Westgate Hotel and shot the mayor of Newport. Right, oh. right in his face. No, they didn't. <laughs> it, was like, it was like in his arm or something. He was fine. Okay. Just a glancing blow. The final question. And I think the hardest one that I've written. Question 20. The Greek Dark Age is a period of Greek history of which little is known. It lies between the archaic period of ancient Greece and which Bronze Age Greek civilization? A. The Aegean period. B. The Mycenaean period. C. The Trojan period. Or D, the Ionian period. The Greek Dark Age is a period of Greek history of which little is known. It lies between the Archaic period of Ancient Greece and which Bronze Age Greek civilization? If I get this right, can I have nine bonus points because it's the um, the hardest question? We'll see. A, the Aegean period. B, the Mycenaean period. C, the Trojan period. Or D, the Ionian period. Arjun. B. Kind of recognise it. Don't feel like I do, but at this point, it's all just a laugh, isn't it, guys? Tom. I've also gone for the Mycenaean period. Um, for any reason? Familiarity's sake. Okay. Yeah, I, I recognise it. Alice. I've also gone B, because I was looking very intently at your face as you read them and hoped that I read this as the correct answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the correct answer is B, the Mycenaean period. Oh my period. god, I'm psychic. Aegean, Trojan, and Ionian are all things to do with Greece, but they don't have their own periods. The Aegean is a sea, the Trojan is to do with Troy, which is actually in Turkey. And the Ionian period, Ionia is uh, to refer to the entire peninsula of Greece. Mycenaean, Mycenaean period is when, have you guys seen Troy, the film Troy? Yes, That happens during the Mycenaean period. So it's pre-ancient Greece, which kind of blows my mind a little bit. Great film. Good film. Brad Pitt. Okay, 
That is the end of the quiz. Shall we? Oh, leave me alone, Alice. I just peeked at RJ's result. <laughs> Alice. Yeah. What is your score? Uh, I got seven out of twenty. Seven out of twenty, which I'm pretty proud it's of. It's admirable, considering you've never listened to an episode of Not History one. in your life. And do you profess to be good at history? No, I I I did a, a philosophy and ethics degree where I learned quite a lot about ancient Greece, but only to do with the philosophers, which mm-hmm. sadly didn't come up in this episode. Tom, uh, I got ten out of twenty. Ten out of twenty—that's fifty percent. Considering you've been on less than fifty percent of the episodes of Adam's History, I'd say that's impressive too. I watch a lot of television. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Good. It is true. <laughs> Excellent. Um, RJ, what did you get? I don't have the legal obligation to tell you. Can Get a warrant. Get a warrant. Get a warrant. Please? You got six. Please tell me. Why would you snitch? You <laughs> got six. You got six out of 20. Yeah. Six and a half if you let me. <laughs> uh, you can have six and a half. That's fine. No, I don't need your pity. That makes me feel actually worse. You asked for it. So, we've come to the end of another season of season season of I Don't Know History. And um, it appears as though we do desperately need a third season of I Don't Know History. And <laughs> visual aids. Would you agree, RJ? <laughs> Considerably, you halved your score from season one. Oh no. I didn't revise any of these times. I just want to take this time to remind you that I Know History is brought to you by Podmage, a different kind of casting. On Podmage, you can find a variety of podcasts. You'll find a variety of podcasts, including the Caparati podcast and Dead Air, hosted by Portia McGrath and Bethan Jones. Caparati is hosted by Archie Davis, of course, as you know. Also, if you would like to pledge to the podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash podmage or coffee.com forward slash podmage. You guys have a Patreon? Co dash fi. Co dash fi. Ko dash fi. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Co dash fi.com slash podmage. RJ. Broken. I feel great. Feel, we didn't learn anything about history you today, know, Alex. Don't even ask me that question. Do you know any more about history? No, I know, I know less. I know less about history. <laughs> Tom and Alice, do you feel like you know a little bit more about history? Yeah. I do, yes. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. We'll see you in February... To, uh, yeah, the podcast will be back in February 2020. I might be in a better mood by then. Hopefully. Honestly. I don't want to do the quiz at the end of the season anymore because it leaves such a bit of taste in it's my happening. mouth. It's happening. You've got to prove me wrong next episode. That's, next series. Nothing's going in, Alex. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to I Don't Know History. Please make sure you check out season three. And in fact, our enormous back, back, back catalogue of previous episodes. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>